The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armanderes, your host, your leader of common sense, logic, and just, you know, really good critical analysis that's unbiased. That's what you're going to get from me, and I know you're out there going, oh, but you're biased. No, I'm not. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm biased to. I'm biased to this country. I'm biased to the United States. I'm biased to liberty. I'm biased to freedom. So do I want America to be great? Yes, I do. Do I think we should put this country first before all others? Yes, I do. Do I think we should put the citizens of this country first? Yeah, you, you betcha. <laughs> so, so there, I make no bones about it. <laughs> See, I'm not biased at all. Um, no, but when it comes to politics, folks, you guys know, I, I, I get quite irritated with uh, politicians. I don't care if they're establishment Republicans, Democrats, uh, I, bureaucrats, all of them. So many people in Washington have got to go. And if you ever, ever needed a reason to believe me, then just look what's going on right now in New York. The, the, the circus that's going on in New York. And there's a circus on, on different levels. The, the circus indictment and what Alan, was it Alan Bragg or whatever that dude's name is, Bragg, the DA out there. He's not even a statewide DA, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you knew that. He's a county DA. And I'm sure uh, later, you know, stay tuned. Um, what's that? City. City. Right, right. And, and, and maybe we'll get into it with, uh, Mark the Shark, uh, at the two o'clock hour, uh, because folks, you're going to want to stay tuned today. You're going to want to stay tuned. We're, I've got a lot to go over and get to and, and, uh, today from, from the first hour, but then we're going to have an extended hour with Mark the Shock, uh, the host of Bite of Reality. He is in New York, ladies and gentlemen. So you're going to want to stay tuned because he's going to be on the ground in New York and, uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, the, the, uh, this ridiculous indictment and what's going to happen and, and what's go, you know, just, just what does Mark see and what, what does he hear in New York? Because the, the news outlets in New York are going to be a little different than what you might hear on CNN and MSNBC and all of those. So it's going to be fun to hear this perspective from Mark the Shark. So make sure you stay tuned. That'll be in the two o'clock hour. But right now I want to get into a few things, but like I said, there, I make no bones about it. I don't care if you are uh, an establishment Republican, if you're a Democrat, if you are a greeny weeny, if you are a lunatic bureaucrat, power hungry seeking, uh, person, if you're in Washington and you've been there for 25, 30 plus years, you've got to go. Uh, outside of the Freedom Caucus, I, I then to me, just about everybody has to go in Washington. Uh, that's the consultants. That's the like I said, all the bureaucrats. What what many people across this country just don't understand because the media doesn't want you to know, and the politicians darn sure don't want you to know. So much of Washington is made up of bureaucrats, and what do I mean by bureaucrats? These are the people who are put in jobs. These are the people who are put in place by Obama. Obama was the king of bureaucracy. And I, and I think Biden now is following steps and, you know, Biden wants to be the new king. But Obama made darn sure, he made darn sure that in his eight years, and this is why it's so damaging to this country for a Democrat to have eight years control of Washington. 
and and because what happens is they get perpetual perpetual power folks because of the bureaucracy Obama was was a you know look say what you will about Obama he was not a dumb guy the guy had a plan and I always tell you I tell you over and over the Democrats plan they plan they plan they plan and they plan years and years and years they don't care sometimes how long it takes they will plan they will plan they will plan and the Obamas, what they did when they got into Washington, they immediately started packing and stacking Washington. Every government agency in Washington was packed by Barack Hussein Obama. He put people in place. He put his people in place. And understand, these people don't need marching orders on a daily basis from the Obamas. They knew they knew what their marching orders were. You could just listen for eight years. You can listen to the different speeches that Obama gave. And the signals that came from his speeches, then you knew and they knew what to do. This is the bureaucracy. Clinton packed the bureaucracy. George Bush packed the bureaucracy. You know, both Bushes did. Now, not to the extent of Clinton or Obama or Biden, but they still did it. And and the more Washington grows and the more federal the federal government grows, the more the bureaucracy will really, really, really start to show itself and how damaging it can be to can be to this country. And that's what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing. So when you see the upper echelon of the FBI that starts politicizing a, a an agency like the FBI, then you know the bureaucracy has gotten too big. When you see the NSA and other security agencies, the DOJ, when you see these agencies start to become politicized and they're all, all of them, uh, they, and I'm talking about the upper echelon, the people who control. Now, I'm not talking about the people on the ground, the run-of-the-mill agents. There's still a whole lot of good agents out there. But the run-of-the-mill people who are put in place and are running these and they're running them for decades, they're embedded the bureaucracy. That's, that is what a word everyone should understand. Everyone should write this down and, and remember this. Embedded bureaucracy. That is one of the biggest problems in our country right now is the embedded bureaucracy. Just like the biggest problem and, and hidden fact with our tax code are all the embedded taxes, the embedded taxation that goes on. That's, a, of course, that's a whole nother just topic for another day. But this is the same thing, the embedded bureaucracy. This is the problem that we have today in this country, one of the biggest problems. Because the embedded bureaucracy, as it grows and grows and grows, these people are not for we the people. They're not for the citizen. They all become sycophants for the Democrat Party because the Democrat machine is way bigger than the Republican machine. And the problem here is, and this is why I rail on establishment Republicans like Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and the rest of those guys and gals. Collins and uh, that other one up in Maine that I can't, uh, Murkowski, Collins is in Maine and Murkowski and all, listen, all you establishment, the establishment Republicans are not much different than the Democrats. They all play footsies. They all go to dinners together. Their kids go to the same private schools. They all take, they, they, they just, they're, they're all one big family folks. They put on a show when the cameras are on during the day to make you think they're really fighting with each other. And oh, they just, oh, Lindsey Graham just can't stand Biden. Yeah, whatever. I'd put money on the table that Lindsey Graham voted for Biden in 2020. I really would. I really would. But these people play footsies with each other. And this is part of the bureaucracy. It's part of the problem. And we the people gotta take, really, really take, take our voting power back and start throwing these people out of office and cleaning up the bureaucracy, which is which is one of the reasons we've arrived to today, because the bureaucracy, look, while the media wants Donald J. Trump to be the nominee for the Republicans in 2024, trust me when I tell you, the media wants Donald Trump. They need Donald Trump. 
Have you looked at CNN's ratings lately? Have you looked at MSNBC? My, their ratings have been dropping like, uh, <laughs> like let's just say uh, a New York cinder block. Uh, they're dropping. They've been dropping fast, the, 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 especially CNN. Holy cow! I mean, there might be uh, two people left watching CNN. But when they get Donald Trump back, and they get Donald Trump like they're able to do now, round the clock, Donald Trump's about to be handcuffed. Donald, lo, ladies and gentlemen, if you can stomach it, turn on CNN, turn on MSNBC real quick right now. Well, after my show, um, or if you're watching during the show, turn it on. You're going. There, there are. There are incitement gasms going on everywhere. The incitement gasms going on in Washington and in the media. I mean, these people are gasming all over the place. And they're doing it because they need ratings. And they love Donald Trump. Trust me when I tell you, please trust me. The media needs Donald Trump. They want Donald Trump to be the nominee of the Republican Party in 2024 because they need wall-to-wall coverage. The only way they get eyeballs is when Donald Trump is on their network round the clock. So that's part of what's going on here. And uh, you need to understand this. You need to understand this. Uh, the other thing going on is you've got the bureaucracy in the Washington establishment, and that's establishment Republicans like Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell. That's all, just about all the Democrats, all the elected Democrats. They truly do not want Donald Trump to ever be president again, nor do they want the next person, the next Donald Trump. They don't even want Ron DeSantis. Now, Ron DeSantis is the closest thing to Trump that we're going to get in 2024 if we don't have Trump. And trust me, the bureaucracy knows this. Just start paying attention to what Washington, what the establishment Republicans and what the Democrats are already saying about Ron DeSantis. Pay attention because your your Republican establishment is just against Ron DeSantis as they are Donald Trump. You've got to understand this, folks. You've got to understand this. So trust me when I tell you that the Washington establishment and whether it's Republicans or Democrats, they do not want Donald Trump to be president. They are okay with him being the nominee because they think they can beat him. And you need to trust me when I tell you that. But they're not okay with him being president. They don't think he's going to win again. And that's their game plan. And their game plan here isn't. And again, this is why I say today is not just about getting Donald Trump. That's not what today is about. Today is about stopping the next Donald Trump. What the establishment in Washington, Republican and Democrat, they do not want to see another private sector businessman who has all the money that he needs to go run for president again. They don't want this. They can't take the chance of somebody else throwing back the the veil of Washington you know, if ever there was a light of truth, if ever there was a flashlight shining the light of truth on Washington, as Rush Limbaugh used to refer to, never has there been such a bright flashlight than Donald J. Trump. Now, look, Trump could have done much more in his first four years. He really could have. But I understand what he was trying to play footsies with the establishment Republicans. Donald Trump never dreamed that once he won that the establishment Republicans wouldn't come on his side. Donald Trump thought the establishment Republicans would put the country first and say, well, we didn't like Donald Trump, but he won. He's a Republican. He's going to, he's conservative now. So we're, let's, let's get behind him and stand with him. They didn't do that. Lindsey Graham didn't do that. Mitch McConnell didn't do that. Mikowski didn't do that. Romney didn't do that. Collins didn't do that. Cheney didn't do that. And, uh, Clissinger didn't do that. 
most of these Republicans, and I could name more and more and more, because most of them are establishment Republicans. They do not want Trump. They do not like Trump. They don't like the idea of somebody coming in from the outside and really, really, really making havoc and wreaking havoc in their playground. And and if Donald Trump had a seen sooner that the establishment Republicans were against him in his first four years, he could have really gone nuts. But he still had to be limited in what he did because he wanted to be reelected. Now, in 2024, these actions of Bragg in New York and what's going on is probably going to get him reelected, probably going to get Trump reelected. So if he does, this is what I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see Trump take office and immediately start just taking it to the Democrats, to the establishment, and to the establishment Republicans. Because Donald Trump won't have to worry about re-election. And I know some of you are going to be so mad at me because you're going to say, well, that's the problem. Trump only gets four years. And then what happens? We have to fight for it again to win after Trump. Well, you know what? Fighting for it is worth it. Fighting for it is worth it. I would rather take it to the establishment as soon as possible to start breaking up their hold on Washington than to just sit back and say, well... We better take it easy now because we won't win after Trump. Well, if we take it easy now, that means you're going to take it easy in four years and another four years and another four. You're going to keep kicking this can down the road, and we can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. So I'm going to sit here, and I'm still still saying what I've said before. I 100% support Ron DeSantis, and I 100% support Donald J. Trump. I am with either one of those men. I am with either one of them winning in 2024. Because one of those guys is what it's going to take for us to continue to move forward and really pull this country back to where it needs to be. Now, if it's Donald Trump, which now I'm believing more and more it will be Donald Trump because of what Bragg and because of what these Democrats fools in New York are doing. I think they're going to hand this over to Donald Trump. So so if Trump gets it and he's the president in 2024, I want him to go. I mean, Balls out, balls to the wall, so they say. And, and he needs to, he probably should address the American people on day one, uh, whatever day that is in January, when he takes office in 2025, and he needs to say, there's gonna be some hiccups in Washington for a little bit because I'm gonna fire everybody. Turn on the cameras, it's gonna be the best episode of uh, whatever that TV show was that Trump had where he fired people. That's going to be the best episode ever, and it should be filmed because he needs to fire anybody in in Washington who was hired by Clinton, who hired by Bush, and hired by Obama needs to be fired. And I, I mean that wholeheartedly. And every agency top – look, even our military, even our military is corrupt right now. Even our military brass has chosen sides, and they've chosen the Democrats. They've chosen the machine. And look what they're doing. Don't believe me? Did you ever think you would wake up and see drag story hour and on military bases? Would you believe that they're bringing in uh, DEI and 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 these uh, race baiting books to 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 force military personnel to read them? The, the the military's gone woke and not in a good way, not in a good way. And and we need to be ready to fight. We need to have the best military, best trained, but we're not. We're training a bunch of pansies now. I am not disparaging the military, so don't hear me wrong. Um, I'm, I'm talking about the military brass and what they're trying to do to us in conjunction with the Democrat Party. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the America's Web Radio. Hey, folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. 
And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Uh, welcome back. Folks, <laughs> I got I to gotta have my music. Love the music. Love, love the music. Welcome back, folks. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderes, bringing to you the analysis that you probably won't hear in many places. Uh, listen, I... I gotta say a few things and, 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 and listen and take heart and, and look, don't forget, stay tuned today because we're gonna have an extra hour today with Mark Deshart from Bite Reality. He is live in New York. So, but, uh, but, but understand what I'm telling you. The Washington is embedded with bureaucrats that were put in place by Obama, by the Bushies and by the Clintons and now by Biden. And these people are there to work against the, the people of this country. When you wonder where these regulations are coming from and, and, uh, these, these ridiculous ideas to put more constraints on the economy and where the Democrats get their ideas for these ridiculous more taxes, it's coming from these bureaucrats, these people who have been placed in Washington to be there. And, you know, Obama's goal, and it worked perfect, perfectly. Obama's goal, the reason why he grew government so much and put so many people permanently there in Washington, is because if the risk they took, basically it's like this. They never thought they were going to lose in 2016. They never thought they were going to lose. But Obama was smart enough to say, you know what, I'm going to pack the bureaucracy just in case we do lose. If we do lose and the Republicans take power, they will be grounded to a halt and won't be able to do much because we'll have the bureaucracy in place that will put a stop to them. And then Obama, once once Trump made it clear he was going to run, you know, Obama, the last year, year and a half, two years of the Obama presidency, he really, really stacked the bureaucracy with his sycophants so that they could go after Trump from within. And that's what they did. And and it would would have never been so successful were it not for people like Lindsey Graham and McConnell and the establishment Republicans who let them do it. Paul Ryan, Romney, they let them do it. And they... I, you know, it, it, it's, it's again, again, it's because they didn't want or they don't want another Trump to ever make it or be elected to the presidency. So you've got to keep that in mind. You've got to understand what I'm telling you. And, and, and I'm serious about what I'm saying about Trump and Ron DeSantis, too. If it's not Trump in 2024 and it is DeSantis who wins, then he needs to do the same thing. He needs to take office 
and immediately tell the American people there's going to be some hiccups for a while because everybody in in Washington, the bureaucrats, anybody who was hired, and these are jobs that that the executive branch controls. You know, the executive branch controls a lot, and they can fire a lot of people. And so Ron DeSantis will have to do the same thing. If it's not Trump, it's going to have to be Ron, and he's going to have to fire everybody. You know, Ron DeSantis can have Ron DeSantis can have fun with it. He can stand up there and, and get inaugurated and say, I'm going to do my best impersonation of, of Trump. If you were hired by Obama, Bush, or or Clinton, you're fired. <laughs> so that's got to happen. That's got to happen. Now, let me tell you guys. Listen, I want to, I'm going to pivot here a little bit because I want to tell you what's really going on. I want to tell you, while all eyes are on New York today, listen, yesterday you had 24 freaking hour coverage of a replay of Donald Trump's Caravan driving down Florida roads, getting on an air, on air Trump or, or, uh, Air Force Trump, taking off, flying all the way. I mean, did they have another jet go next to the plane so they could film this whole flight? And then they had the landing in New York. They've been running that footage ad nauseum. This is how what the news does. This is CNN. This is why they, they cannot afford to get rid of Trump. They can't afford for Trump to go away. And, and this is what I'm telling you. So they, they, they ran all nonstop coverage yesterday, all the news channels of, of Donald Trump's airplane arriving, leaving Florida and arriving in New York. They got, they've got your eyes watching this ridiculous hoax of a trial or however you want to put it. This abuse. Actually, I shouldn't say hoax because this is very real. It's very real. It's an abuse of power. This is an overreach by a DA who a progressive DA who's trying to make a progressive name for himself because he wants to run for governor of New York or he wants to run for senator. Now, because think, trust me on this one, folks. Trust me on this one. You heard it here first. Either who's coming up next, uh, Gildebrand or Hildebrand or whatever her name is, the senator in New York. She's going to be up for reelection, I believe, in 2024. It's either 224 or 226. I believe it's 24. And AOC, mark my words, Cortez, somehow Schumer was able to stave off Cortez. He was, I don't know what he paid her or what he promised her, but he stopped her from running against him. They aren't going to be able to stop her from running against Gildebrand. Gildebrand, if you're out there or somebody's listening that knows her, you better tell her to watch out. AOC is coming for her. And let me tell you what Bragg is doing. Bragg's trying to earn his progressive stripes so he might be able to get in the race. Maybe he can knock off Gildebrand. Trust me. Bragg has a goal, and his goal is to get progressive stripes so that the idiots and the morons in New York will elect him either governor or senator. I can promise you he's going to run for one of those. Just mark my words. And I can promise you Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, occasional cortex, is going to run for Senate. She's going to I, – I, I just – trust me, folks. This girl thinks – that she is the queen of Washington. And because of all her Twitter followers, she thinks she's the queen Democrat. And by golly, she just might be. She just might be. So pay attention to that, folks. Pay attention to that. But let me tell you, while all the eyes are on this distraction, because this is what this is. All of this is, I told you, this isn't about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not going to go to jail. 
Okay. Donald Trump is not going to be perp walked. Donald Trump is not going to be mugshot. Donald Trump is not going to be fingerprinted. Donald Trump is not going to be handcuffed. None of that will happen today. As I sit here today, and I normally, I don't make predictions. I don't like to make predictions, but I'm going to tell you right now, Donald Trump is not going to be mugshot. And if he is, if he is, if a picture is taken and they release it or they let it out, Donald Trump needs to immediately have his marketing team take that picture. Donald Trump needs to autograph it, and they need to put it on T-shirts, and they need to sell them like crazy. Sell them before anybody else does. Sign it, autograph it, and just say the, they're coming after you next. Put that on a T-shirt, and Donald Trump will raise millions of dollars for his campaign. And uh, trust, and look, I only require ten percent. So if you're Trump, if you're somebody out there on the Trump team, and you just took my idea, you're welcome to it. I expect a ten percent uh, check in the mail. Uh, so, uh, but you know that's how we operate here. Uh, I don't do this stuff for free. So my time is too valuable. Uh, but, but folks, this is a distraction. All of this is a distraction because uh, hear me again and hear me well. Donald Trump will not be mugshot. He will not be fingerprinted. He will not be handcuffed. He will not be perp walked. I will be surprised if you're able to see him walk into, I really, really will be surprised if there's not a secret entrance to this uh, court building. I really will be surprised if there's not, but David's telling me there's not. So maybe there's not. So maybe you'll get a, a, a catch Donald Trump as he arrives and walks in to the building. And I hope Donald Trump waves and smiles and does whatever he needs to do. He's probably there already, actually. I'm sure Donald Trump's already there um, because this whole arraignment is supposed to happen at 2.15, so, which means he probably got there about 11 o'clock. We'll have to check in with Mark about that. Uh, but trust me, maybe you got to see him walk in the building, but you're not going to see him fingerprinted You're not because he's not going to be fingerprinted, folks. He's not going to be a mugshot. There's not going to be handcuffs. There's not going to be a perp walk. None of that's going to happen in the building. You're not going to see it, okay, because he's not going to ha- it's not going to happen. I'm just telling you, the Secret Service is not going to let this happen. Now we're about to find out if the if the upper echelon of the Secret Service has been corrupted by the Biden administration and by the bureaucracy, because the Secret Service leads. They lead on this. They are the the highest uh, when it comes to law enforcement in New York right now. The Secret Service they take the lead. If they don't want Donald Trump to walk down with again, they're not going to let him be walked escorted by NYPD. Not going to let it happen. They're not going to let any. They're not going to let Donald Trump out of their arms' reach. They're, and there's no way on God's green earth that the Secret Service is going to allow Donald Trump to be handcuffed, unless the Secret Service is so corrupt now that they can get down to those agents. But those agents, I just don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to. So trust me on this, folks. There will be no picture of handcuffs because there aren't going to be handcuffs. There's going to be no perp walk. There's going to be no mugshot. None of that. There's going to be no jail time. Now, don't misunderstand me. The Democrats' goal, Bragg's goal, and the Democrats' goal in, in New York, their goal is to get jail time. Now, make... Who cares that every charge, every 30-whatever charges that have been brought against Trump, every one of them is a misdemeanor. Every one of them is subject to, to um, oh, I'm going to forget the phrase uh, where it runs out of time, statute of limitations. Every one of them has passed statute of limitations. The, but he's bringing the, Bragg is bringing the case anyway. Federal prosecutors have turned down this case. Other DAs in New York turned down this case, but progressive Bragg campaigned saying, if you elect me, I will find a way to indict Trump. So basically Bragg, the DA of New York is a Stalinist because I believe it was Stalin who said, find me, show me the man and I will find you the crime. That's Stalinism folks. 
That's what Bragg is doing. Bragg told the people of New York, you elect me and I will do what no one else will do. I will find an indictment for Trump. I will indict him. That's what he did. He ran on this. So honestly, if the judge in this case today had an ounce of integrity and integrity, integrity, he would throw this case out quicker than than uh, they walk into his courtroom. But this judge is not going to do that because he's a Democrat sycophant judge. I hope I'm wrong. But he's not going to do it. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Hey, welcome back, folks. You know, I almost, I almost feel sorry for Nikki Haley. <laughs> I mean, there's no, nobody's going to cover her. I kind of, I mean, she would have to put on a bikini and walk to a, and give a campaign speech in a bikini and she might get some coverage. I really feel sorry for her. I mean, all of this is Trump and this, understand this is what the media wants. This is what the Democrats want. They want 24-7 of Trump. Because they need the ratings and they want him to be the nominee in 2024. And if you doubt me, folks, well, you doubt me at your own peril. They want him to be the nominee in 2024 because they think they can beat him. And let, and understand this. Even though Bragg has, has bumped these misdemeanors to a felony. Now, Bragg has, has yet to see a criminal felony that he didn't want to drop down to a misdemeanor. But, but. Boy, give him Trump and a, and a, and what at best would be a white collar crime. There's no crime here, folks. But if there was, it'd be white collar uh, at best. And then, uh, but but now Bragg has thirty something misdemeanors that he suddenly wants to make felonies. Folks, listen. Donald Trump's not going to see a day in jail. They're going to try it. They're going to try it. And now you might get a judge and a jury in New York to convict Trump because they they don't care. They don't care. Trump is not going to get equal justice in New York. I hate to say this, but he's not going to get equal justice in New York. The people in New York hate him. They hate him. The, I I beg you to convince me that you're going to get a jury a a jury of honesty or a jury that that could be non-partial to sit and if they do go to trial, it's not going to happen. So if they can't get this case moved and it goes to trial, they're going to convict Trump. I could see that happening. Then it'll go to the appellate court. And if the appellate court doesn't throw out because they judge shop, eventually it'll make it to the Supreme Court and it will get thrown out, just like John Edwards' case got thrown out. So uh, remember that, Democrat? Listen, folks, the Democrats, remember, the Democrats have already done everything they accused Trump of doing. They've already done it. And so the president has already been set, actually. So so I, Trump's not going to see jail. And But that's what they want. Trust me, that's what they want, but he's not going to see it. And understand this, even if they did convict him, Donald Trump can still be elected president of the United States. 
And, uh, I mean, Donald Trump could technically sit in a jail cell and win the presidency of the United States. Don't believe me? Go read Article 2. Just go read it. Go read your Constitution. You should read Article 1, 2, and 3 anyway. Um, but, uh, anyway. So, but, but again, folks, this, the, the goal here is to, to get the indictment so Bragg can run around and campaign and say that he got the indictment. Uh, and then if they can, they would love to get him in jail. They would love to do it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to, they're, all they're going to do is get what they want, which is Trump to be the nominee in 2024. It's quite likely. And, uh, then they think they can beat him, but I think they might be pushing. They might be overstepping. I think we might have another 2016 where Trump does win in 2024 if, if he's a nominee. So it's going to be fun to watch, but, but understand what's going on here, folks. Understand what's going on. There are the, the Democrats and the establishment Republicans are doing everything they can to distract you from what's really going on. The last thing that the establishment Republicans want and the last thing the Democrats want is for we, the people, to wake up and start watching and paying attention to what they're doing. You might have questions about Ukraine. Well, they can't have that. Lindsey Graham and the establishment Republicans and the Democrats, they don't want you analyzing Ukraine. They don't want you analyzing Zelensky and what's going on with the money. They don't want you analyzing that. Not at all. Not at all. Which is why if you ask questions, which folks, you should ask questions. Asking questions doesn't mean you're a a stooge for Putin. None of us like Putin. But also don't like very, very corrupt people that we know are Ukraine. The, the government in Ukraine, not the people. I feel really sorry for the people in Ukraine. And, and I, I for one believe we should do whatever we can to help the people of Ukraine. But we don't need to be making the oligarchs in Ukraine rich and then just let a little money trickle down to the people. We don't need to do that. We gotta, we ha- there has to be accountability. I don't mind taking some, some armament so that they can knock off the Russians because their Russians are being stupid. I don't mind that, but we have to take care of our home. And we can't be depleting our military uh, uh, stockpile because we're sending it all to Ukraine. If we're not firing up the manufacturing here and in double time, then we have to be careful what we're sending. That's all I'm saying. We have to be smart about this, folks. We cannot make ourselves vulnerable just because we want to um, have an, a never-ending war in Ukraine. The goal should be peace. The goal should be peace. But Lindsey Graham doesn't want peace. Mitch McConnell doesn't want peace. The Democrats don't want peace. Look, the Democrats love war. I've told you this before. The Democrats love war. It's laughable when people try to tell me the Democrat Party's anti-war. They, they, they're they in an anti-war drop of blood in the Democrat Party. They love war. They love it. And so does Graham and so does McConnell and so does so much of the establishment Republicans. They would love a never-ending war. Look how we went from ending in Afghanistan a 20-something-plus never-ending war. It took what zero to two years to get into another never-ending war that's not by mistake folks it's not by mistake so they don't want you paying attention to that and the biden administration and the democrats well they darn sure don't want you paying attention to the economy and what's about to happen to the economy they don't want you paying attention to the chinese spy balloons they don't want you paying attention to the fact that china is kicking joe biden and the democrats and the United States around like a tin can. They don't want you to see this stuff. They don't want you to take notice. They don't want you to start asking questions. They want you to just see all this exciting, flashy lights that is Trump and this ridiculous case that isn't going to go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It's not going to go anywhere. And, 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 but it'll eat up TV time. 
and it'll make the dumb masses, that's dumb masses with an M, it'll make the dumb masses in this country be fixated on, oh my gosh, the Trump, Trump, they're going to get him, 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 they're going to get him. That's what they want you fixated on because they don't want you paying attention to the fact that China is making unbelievable moves to weaken our country and to strengthen themselves. Listen, China is playing a huge game of global chess at the highest level, the highest level. China right now is playing the highest level of chess. And the United States, Biden, and the Democrats, they're not even in the room. They're not even in a game room. They're off playing Twister or or uh I, I won't even go there. But the Biden I can't even say that the Bidens are playing checkers because they're not even that close to what China's doing. China is playing a game of global chess. And right now they are wiping the game room with Joe Brandon, dementia patient Biden, and the progressive Democrats. That's what they're doing. Now, if you, I, I, I'm just, just pay attention to what China's doing. Look at the new alliances that China's making. Look at the, the, the coziness China's getting with Russia now. China and Russia are becoming partners with Saudis, with Iran, with North Korea. Do you understand the axis of evil that is being formulated right now? I have warned you people about the new axis of evil being China, North Korea, and Iran. Well, now, now you can add Russia to the mix and you might have to add some of the Middle East to the mix. They're all joining forces with China now and with Russia. Do you think, have you people looked at Russia's economy? Do you remember when Joe Biden stood in the cameras and told you that we're going to decimate by uh, Putin's economy and then Biden turned around and allowed the Nord Stream 1 to happen so Russia was able to get the money to to attack Ukraine and then they go and blow up the Nord Stream oh a little too little too late and now Biden behind the scenes go look at the oligarchs that are connected to the Biden family that have not been um they haven't had these uh uh, roadblocks or anything put on them. They haven't had these, their money seized or their bank seized or all, all these, uh, I can't even think of the word right now, but all of these things where Biden said he was going to put the pressure on the oligarchs and he's going to put them out of business. Go look at the oligarchs that haven't been touched by any of the policies of Biden. Uh, the, the, the ones where they said they're going to rein in and stop the money flow. They haven't done that because they're attached to somehow they're connected to the Biden family. So, and and now Russia's economy. Look at Russia's economy. It it Russia's economy actually might be performing better than ours right now. I mean, it's, I, now look, I'm being a little bit facetious, but for Russia terms and how weak Russia was before this Ukraine war, Russia's not so weak now. Right now, their economy is not teetering anymore. I mean, it's it's actually grown, and it's it's because Biden and the Democrats. It's their policies that are allowing this, and now Biden's off. Making, I mean, uh, Russia's off making these, these partnerships with China, with the Saudis, with now folks, Japan. Japan is about to drop buying U.S. oil. And who are they going to buy it from? Russia. What do you think that's going to do to the United States economy? And David, look like you have a comment. Yeah. You wonder or I wonder why it's not all over the news that you know the um, that Saudi Arabia is no longer accepting the dollar. Oh, I was just and, about to get to that. Oh, were you? I'm yep. sorry. No, David, you're you're the legend. 
<laughs> Great minds think alike. Uh, no, David, you're 100% right, folks. Listen to what David said. Because this, I was just about to get to this. Countries, including Saudi Arabia, are preparing to drop the U.S. dollar as their trade currency. What do you think that's going to do to the United States economy? Ladies and gentlemen, listen. That when China convinces the Saudis, we used to have a pretty darn good relationship with the Saudis. And, uh, and we needed it. And the Saudis were actually, they were pretty much, uh, begging Trump to work with them. Because Trump made the United States energy independent. There's nothing better than the, than, and nothing more powerful than the United States being energy independent and not reliant on the Middle East. Now, because of the progressive Democrats and because of Joe Biden and because of their climate religion hoax, we are dependent more than ever on the Middle East. We're dependent on socialist Venezuela. Uh, and, and who do you think Venezuela is going to partner with? You think they're going to join the U.S. or you think they're going to join Russia and China and the Saudis and, and Iran and North Korea? Yeah, you know darn well who they're going to jump, jump ship with and jump in bed with. We are beholden to the Middle East and socialist regimes for oil. And now, now, not only have the Saudis teamed up with Russia and with, with, with China, they're dropping the dollar as the trading currency. Folks, if you don't know yet what's coming for this year and next year, I am telling you, I've told you before, you better be squirreling money away. You better be saving what you can because you're going to have to embrace the, the economic downturn that's coming by next year. And, and, and listen, you're going to see it pretty soon in gas prices. Gas prices are about to shoot up, folks, because trust me, we're about to go to $150 plus per barrel. And that's going, and it's because not only have the Saudis playing footsies with China and they're going to drop the dollar now as their, as their trade currency, they announced yesterday they're going that, uh, well, OPEC, OPEC announced they're going to reduce the amount of oil that they're pulling out of the ground. So if OPEC, OPEC pulls back the number of barrels they're producing, what do you think that's going to do to the price? What do you think? And now that we're so dependent on that oil, and now Japan, Japan is going to go play footsies with China now. They're going to play footsies with Russia. Japan is going to buy Russian oil. Do you think – now, I want – Lindsey Graham, I dare you to stand in front of the American people and tell us that Russia can't can't stay in this fight with Ukraine. Lindsey Graham knows this war is never going to end. And now Russia, Russia is enriching their pockets because they're selling oil now to everybody. They're going to be able to get whatever they need from China. Military hard, whatever it is. Listen, they're going to team up with China. Russia is teaming up with China, and they're about to make a whole new fleet of submarines. What are these subs going to carry? Poseidon nuclear weapons. Look it up if you don't believe me, folks. Russia is about to embark on a new fleet of subs. Where do you think they're going to get the material for this? China. China. And they're going, these nuclear subs are going to carry the Poseidon missiles. That ought to scare the hell out of you, ladies and gentlemen. It ought to, well, it ought to piss you off. Because Joe Biden knows this is going, well, the people around him know this is going on. The Democrats know, uh, Graham knows, McConnell knows, but they don't want you to know. 
They don't want we the people to know. David? There is an answer, and the answer is to open up the pipelines in Texas. Oh, amen. And, you know, Texas has enough oil to supply the world. Absolutely. And if Biden would get his head out of the sand or wherever it happens to be, and his people... You know, yeah. we could turn this around literally. Oh. Trump could turn this around literally in weeks. You know, and it is I, so serious. 100%. And I'm going to ask one other thing. Sure. I've never done this on the air Uh-oh. since I started, but I'm going to ask everybody that's listening, whether it's today or tomorrow or whenever, but say a prayer for Texas. Uh, we're going through a drought in the Panhandle, West Texas, the High Plains, that, you know, again tonight, they're expecting no moisture and 40 to 60 mile an hour winds. Wow. And, uh, and that's devastating. Oh, it is. And yeah. we can't even plant our crops. Yep. And so I'm asking everybody to say a prayer for Texas. And Texas is the answer to a lot of things. And this is, obviously, Trump was well aware of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we could still go in there, open the pipelines up, we'll produce the oil. Oh, 100%. And that's not even counting the Dakotas and the fracking and the, and the, the, the reserves that are up there, Oklahoma. I mean, we, we in the United States, we have more minerals. We have more oil. We have than, than the whole, than the, on the planet. And, and we can be energy independent. And that's the way to turn this around. And it isn't going to happen with a Democrat. It isn't going to happen with Joe Brandon Biden. It's not going to happen with a dementia patient in the White House. And it darn sure isn't going to happen with Cacklin Kamala if she ever gets near the White House. Uh, and she's far too close as it is. To think, to think that, that that lady, Cackling Harris, is a heartbeat away from the presidency. And then you look at that heartbeat and it's coming from dementia patient Joe Biden. I mean, that ought to scare the crap out of everybody. But, uh, but listen, folks, listen to what I am telling you. They don't want you paying attention. They don't want you to pay attention. There's, there's some serious things going on in the world. Serious things going on. One of them is not that Trump is being indicted today. That's not serious because it's a joke. None of this is serious. What's going on? What is serious is what China is doing, the moves that China's making, the moves that Russia's making. With Russia making moves about to, to embark on making a fleet of submarines that carry a Poseidon nuclear missiles, does that sound like Russia's in pain from a war? Does that sound, Russia's selling oil to Japan? Does that sound like Russia's in, in dismay from a war with Ukraine? Ladies and gentlemen, if the if our Democrats and Republicans get what they want and they just allow continue this Ukrainian war for for years and years and years, Putin is going to just roll over that country at some point. And we can put a stop to it. We could. We could. It ain't going to happen with this current crop of bozos up there in Washington right now. It's not. We, we, we've got to. I mean, I, I, I just I don't know how any other way to put it, folks. But they don't want you paying attention to what matters. What matters is what China's doing, what Russia's doing, what the Saudis are doing, what Japan is doing, what North Korea's doing. Do you know how emboldened North Korea feels right now? Do you know how emboldened the Iranians feel right now? 
These are enemies of this country, ladies and gentlemen. They will kill you in a heartbeat. They don't care if you've got a D by your name or an R by your name. They don't care because in their eyes, you're an American. We ought to all look at ourselves as an American instead of running around with hyphenated this and hyphenated that and trans this and trans that. Oh, but you see, the world loves it when they look and they see what the Democrats are doing to this country. When they see stupid corporations like Budweiser. <laughs> I don't know. Look, folks, I don't drink beer, so I could care less what Budweiser does. But how the anybody in the corporate offices of Budweiser can't look and go, huh, who's our customer? Do we have a bunch of NASCAR fans and motorcycle fans and, and gun-toting Southerners drinking our beer? Or do we have a bunch of trans activists sitting around drinking our beer? Gee, what do you think? What do you think? That's a pre, I don't drink beer and I can tell you the answer to that. But what does Budweiser do? Budweiser sponsors some drag dude. I don't know the guy's name. I don't care either. He can live or she, he, whatever can live the way he wants. But the minute you start pushing that stuff on people, the minute you start, you, 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 you put this face of this dude dressed up like a girl on a beer can, and you make a big deal, I mean, then don't be surprised when people like Kid Rock tell Budweiser where they can stick their trans can. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any other way to put it, folks. And I, I know I got off there. I got off on that little tangent there. Look, again, I don't care how people live their lives. I, you should live the way that makes you happy as long as you don't infringe on my rights. I won't infringe on yours. You don't infringe on mine. You understand your freedom of speech or my freedom of speech doesn't end where your freedom of speech begins. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. My freedom of speech does not end where your freedom of speech begins. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Do you understand? You understand what I'm saying? I don't care how you live. But the minute you start pushing it off on me and you you expect me to change the way I live, you expect me to control my speech, then no, no, I won't do that. So again, I don't care. If you want to dress up like a girl, dress up like a girl. Uh, if you want to dress up like a dude, dress up like a dude. Don't care. Don't care. But you're not going to do it in front of my kids. You're not going to do it. I don't, I don't, you shouldn't be doing it in front of uh, government schools, kids. Uh, I mean, folks, I, I'm not even, I shouldn't even shouldn't even go down this road right now but uh but i can't help it i can't help it budweiser what were you people thinking what your core customer is probably the epitome of a southern redneck <laughs> and you go and you take a big mouth tiktok of all things the uh, dude who dresses like a girl and you put him on your can. <laughs> I mean, and then you get mad when Kid Rock unloads and uh, what a, a very nice weapon, I might add. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Kid Rock released an Instagram video uh, of him. Uh, <laughs> he he, he pro look. Kid Rock has a bunch of acreage. He's got a big farm. He probably had some Bud Light. Kid Rock is probably a well was a customer of Budweiser. He took these cases of Budweiser, put them up on a stand, took his his long-range rifle, <laughs> and let's just say he put a mag or two 
uh, right into these cans of Budweiser. And then he turned around and said, F you, Budweiser, F you, Anheuser-Busch. So, um, look, Budweiser, don't get mad. When you forget who your customer is uh, and you go and you want to go isolate them, well, then you're going to get pushback. And that's what you got, buddy. You got and, – and all of these people out there and these leftists who are trying to vilify Kid Rock and say that what he did made you scared. And it, give me a freaking break. So here's the deal. And this is all I'm going to say about the trans thing. The trans – this movement that's going on right now, they're more concerned – with Kid Rock, who was on his property with his Second Amendment gun, shooting his cans of beer. Nothing wrong with that. They're more concerned, and they vilify Kid Rock. They think he should be arrested for that. But yet they will take up and and for a trans person who just shot three children and three adults. You see how this works? The trans community, look, I'm talking about the activists. I'm not talking about regular male, male people out there who, who actually care about wrong and right. But your trans activists out there are more mad at Kid Rock than they are at the trans douchebag dude who put on a wig. No, I'm sorry. The trans douchebag girl who cut her hair to look like a dude and went and shot three kids and three adults. They are making that trans person to be out to be a victim. And they're trying to make Kid Rock out to be some type of murderer when all he did was shoot the Budweiser trans can. That's all he did. That's all he did. So, all right, man, I know, I know. Uh, media matters. You guys can just stick it because I don't give a brats, you know what, what you think about me. And I already know you don't like me. So, so there, there's some more stuff for you to not like me with. Um, <laughs> all right, folks. I, I cannot stress it enough, just as David said, with, 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 you're not paying attention if you don't know that, that the, so countries right now are, are dropping the dollar to, as their trade currency, dropping the United States dollar. That's going to have implications on our economy, folks. If you don't think it's going to, then you're, you don't know econ- economics. Um, China, here's the other thing. You remember that balloon? Remember that Chinese balloon that they want you to forget about? Remember the Chinese balloon where Joe Brandon dementia patient Biden and the Democrats and the media stood up and probably with Graham and McConnell and the rest of them probably and, and, and but definitely Biden and the Democrats when they lied to your face and told you that, oh, that that balloon's not 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 getting your information. Oh, that balloon's not transmitting. Oh, we blocked it. China didn't get anything. Now we know, folks, the truth is coming out. The truth always comes out. And now, if you were paying attention, not to the circus show going on in New York, but if you were paying attention to what actually is going to to affect this country and your wallet and your security, if you were paying attention, then you would know yesterday that the truth started coming out about that Chinese balloon. Not only was China getting information, not only did China get information, they were getting it live stream they were getting it in real time this balloon was doing figure eights over a a a, our nuclear sites our missile silos this balloon was doing figure eights now why would a balloon do figure eights well folks when you have a balloon that size and a spy material like that you do figure eights, and it's almost like you're hovering over a missile site. So you can't just hover the balloon, but you do figure eights. And what they were doing, what China was doing, was capturing radio waves. They were capturing live, real-time 
radio waves. There is no telling what information China got. And by the time we figured out what was going on, I mean, I, I don't know. Did we block some of it? Probably. But China got information. We now know that. And the Biden administration, where are all you activists out there and all you righteous Democrats who every time Donald Trump broke wind, you said it was a lie somehow. Uh, when George Bush was president, it was a lie. Everything George Bush did apparently was a lie. But Joe Biden, time after time after time, is lying to your face, and you don't say a thing about it. The media, quiet. Crickets. That's what you hear. Crickets. Joe Biden and the Democrat Party lied through their teeth, telling you that this balloon wasn't wasn't sending information to China. Not only was it sending information, it was doing it in real time. And China, not only was this balloon being floated around, China was able to control this balloon. Ladies and gentlemen, picture in your brain. Now I know some of you, some of you who went to government schools can't quite picture a map, a global map, but I want you to picture how far away China is from this country. And they were able to control this weather balloon like it was a, 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 a drone. They were able to do figure eights and hover around. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that ought to tick you off to high, to no end. Not, not only did your government lie to you, but China, they don't want you paying attention to what China is doing. What is China up to, ladies and gentlemen? What are they up to? But now you've got China with their weather, their spy weather balloons, with their spy balloons. You've got Russia teaming with China, Russia making nuclear subs to carry uh, uh, Poseidon missiles. You've got Saudis dropping the dollar and other countries that are going to drop the dollar as their trade currency. You've got Japan buying oil from Russia. You've got the Saudis that are going to cut oil production. Japan's not going to buy oil from us. Who else is going to follow suit, folks? The United States is being weakened and weakened and weakened every day because of Joe Brandon Biden and the progressive Democrats and the establishment Republicans. And and right now, we have to have the Republican Party stand up and start pushing back. And we're going to need Donald J. Trump or we're going to need Ron DeSantis in 2024. There is no ifs, to, ands, or buts about it. We, we cannot afford an establishment Republican president. We can't. We cannot afford a Bushy or a Bushy-like person. No offense to Nikki Haley. She ain't going to get the job done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, sh- it sure isn't going to be Chris, Chris, Christie. We're going to have to have Trump or we're going to have to have Ron DeSantis, folks. All right. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break here. Top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. We will be back just after 2 o'clock with Mark DeShark from Bite Reality, who's on the ground in New York City. We're going to have a talk. You guys don't want to miss this. So don't go anywhere. You stay tuned. We will be right back. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.